Mrs. Sanctity Maird. Mrs. Sanctity Maird is a full package. Mom for Liberty, Latina, white passing, MILF curated, faith posing, mother of five, proud daughter of a Marine. She is getting attention. She and the other handmaids of Christopher Rufo began their grassroots, well-funded activism with mask mandates, moved to their rebranding of critical race theory, and now are concerned with the indoctrination of diversity, equity, and inclusion, social-emotional learning, comprehensive sex education, and gender ideology in the United States of America. The joyful handmaids have spread like a virus of moderate contagion. They want public education to produce patriots and capitalists and Judeo-Christian values practiced in government and schools. Teachers and parents who do not agree with Mrs. Sanctity Merritt are regarded as groomers and members of the woke mob. Sanctity, in her public appearances, does not address that her stances are not supported by any legitimate organization recognized with expertise in health or education. Not one. Sanctity will tell you she fights for civilization, and this network of practitioners and researchers are caught up in a sham. Big Pharma and the medical complex want transitioning children to generate profits, and all liberals are delusional and hate America. The liberals' ideas of inclusion are regarded widely as indoctrination to harmful ideas and behaviors. Sanctity is brimming with excitement in anticipation of her online interview today on a northern Wisconsin podcast. Conservative, of course. All of her props are prepared. Sexual imagery from children's books and a dildo used in demonstrations for safe condom application. She thinks the dildo may be too much and doesn't want a captured screenshot of her and the dildo to go viral. She would be the first mom for liberty to do this, so she considers the brand, although she knows that is a bit tawdry. Nonetheless, what is she thinking? No dildo on camera. If necessary, she would reference it and say it is not comfortable sharing it. She is camera ready. Talking points are firm. She only needs to check her team's background because previously, both she and another guest used the same background template and a troll asked why they were in the same tastefully modern room as a form of ridicule. Trite, but she needs a distinct setting behind her. This she knows. Sanctity is a mom and part of a grassroots movement. Some grace will be extended to a mom activist juggling a family and her interviews. However, she has aspirations. Given the upcoming Moms for Liberty Convention in Philadelphia, and of course, the Republican National Convention, which is being hosted in Milwaukee, the city to her suburb of Mequon, Wisconsin, the genesis of her activism, unsuccessfully running for school board, but an activist star was born. While adjusting and testing the computer-generated background, she has the opportunity to make certain she looks presentable. Proportionate eyebrows, even lipstick, no flyaway hairs. She checks in with her kids and makes certain the older ones will wrangle the younger ones during the 15-minute podcast.
She logs in a few minutes early to ensure her timeliness. While waiting, she is amused by the dildo and playfully decorates it with her nearby lapel collection, including an American flag, a joyful warrior emblem, and a silly Hunter Biden laptop pin she just couldn't resist. The tiny laptop has tiny stickers of a cigarette, a crack pipe, and a bottle of vodka with Hunter's face peeking over the laptop with bloodshot eyes. Hilarious! Her host, Candy Freeman, more of a friend than an associate, greets Sanctity warmly as they log on to their team's meeting prior to the broadcast. The lead-in commercials are two appliance advertisements, both featuring women as the users and sole purchasers of wash machines and dishwashers. At the onset of the interview, Candy introduces Sanctity as a joyful warrior, how the Liberty Moms refer to themselves, addressing the woke mob destroying America and harming our children. Sanctity isn't certain her visual aids will be necessary today as the main topic at hand is the Wisconsin State Legislature's move to defund DEI by $32 million within the University of Wisconsin system. She has her legislative binder at hand just in case she needs to refer to the proposed budget that will eliminate diversity, equity, and inclusion from classrooms and campuses statewide. I have a really good quote From all of my research, I pulled a quote, and it is the best way to sum up the current situation. An authoritarian censor, censor culture that discourages any meaningful debate and encourages the demonization of anyone who asks questions. Free speech doesn't exist unless you are woke. Sanctity tries to shake off the anxiety provoked by the struggle to pronounce censorship and moves through her talking points, connecting DEI to the struggle of highly competent and prepared white and straight Wisconsin kids not being accepted by UW-Madison, the lack of transparency of acceptance criteria, and the disproportionate emphasis placed upon DEI while a skilled workforce is needed. It's not just skills you are gaining, you are paying for an experience when going to college. She doesn't describe the experience she envisions, only that diversity, equity, and inclusion are not features of an experience to be desired or paid for. Host Candy Freeman proclaims, this must stop now, everywhere. As Sanctity and Candy express mutual enthusiasm for the potential of the budget cut and for one another, Sanctity's youngest child enters the room, standing in front of her desk, looking rather pained and holding his stomach with both of his hands. She looks above her camera toward her son, so to viewers it looks as if she is looking straight ahead. She wants him to know she can see him, but needs to wrap up the interview. Off camera, she holds up one finger as if to say, just one moment, please. Tears stream down her son's face as he loudly vomits, spewing waffle chunks and bile. 
Sanctity's arms open in a surprised response and she inadvertently hits the dildo, which flies onto her keyboard. The decorated dildo's tip is visible on camera, but Sanctity isn't immediately aware as the keyboard was hit, her team's viewing screen was buried under other screens. Sanctity, renowned supermom, deftly moves the dildo from view and toggles back to reviewing screen and cuts her video. She speaks, Candy, my apologies. I'm a mom first and um, the youngest just got sick. Oh, buddy. Thank goodness only 13 people were watching live. This bit could be edited before publishing the podcast online. Sanctity could trust Candy to do this. Candy handled it well. Sanctity, you go take care of your child, and I hope he feels better. You sure have your hands full. We love you, Sanctity Mared, and appreciate all that you are doing. Folks, be certain to contact your state representatives to voice your support of this budget cut. If Sanctity can work through, (laughs) well, barf, the least we can do is make those phone calls. Thanks, Candy. This is something I'm really passionate about. Sanctity leaves teams and immediately comforts her child, gets him cleaned up, and gives him ice chips in a bowl to slowly rehydrate him. She then turns her attention to clean up her office. Unfortunately, there is vomit on her computer, desk, and floor. She removes the solid waste first and then begins wiping up the bile, armed with disinfectant and paper towels. It is disgusting, but she is rather numb to vomit after so many years of motherhood. Sanctity powers down her laptop, then powers it back up to evaluate any damage from the liquid. There is a keyboard cover, her keyboard condom. However, the edges are not fully adhered, so she has some concern about seepage. It takes a bit of time for the applications to load that were not closed prior to shutting down the laptop and the 50-plus tabs open on her search page, all of her recent research, are slow to fully load as well. Suddenly, the various applications and screens begin to erratically toggle. She begins to hit the return key in an attempt to halt the toggling. Images of her kids begin appearing like playing cards, as if an attachment file has been launched. Sanctity feels sick. It isn't the smell of waffle vomit still lingering with a tinge of maple sweetness and acrid grapefruit. She is not familiar with the images of her children. The digital photos of her children are of them vaping, drinking wine, her wine, she recognizes the bottle, in sexual poses with little or revealing clothing, mimicking masturbation and flashing middle fingers and peace signs. Her kids are with other kids, many black and brown, many more with unnaturally colored hair and eyebrow slits. Her kids are featured straddling partners of both sexes interchangeably, her oldest daughter's tattoos clearly visible, and in one selfie sitting at Mrs. Sanctity Mared's desk proudly with the dildo. Her son was calling for her. He is sick again. Sanctity curses. Shit, shit, shit. She tends to her son, hands shaking, but mentally prioritizing what is to be done next.
She is exasperated by the children's behavior, but knows to set that aside for later. Sanctity has to make certain these photos are not being shared. Who sent them? And how did they get on her laptop? How dare they go after my kids? She has a secure server and even took on a pseudonym to protect her kids' privacy. She promised her husband, Mr. Merritt, to protect the family from the woke mob certain to respond to her activism, her passion, her work to preserve the innocence of children. Sanctity routinely turns over threatening letters to the police, but she hopes to avoid sharing these images. She needs help. After settling her sick child, she calls the national president of her organization to seek advice. Jenny Justice of Florida is well prepared to support and counsel Sanctity Merritt. My God, Sanctity, I am sorry, but not surprised this is happening. This does mean you are getting to them, Mama. I have a team. You can ship your laptop to us and our guys will determine what has happened and make certain it doesn't happen again. They are also good for scrubbing the internet if that is necessary. Sanctity's phone is pinging alerts, but she can't attend to texts while speaking with Jenny Justice. Sanctity, kids will be kids. We all deal with this, but you will have to speak with them about your important public role and avoidance of photographs and social media. Even the most benign images can be turned into something but ugly and embarrassing. Even if their social media is private, you know screenshots are taken and shared. So it's best to lock this down within your family. Hopefully we can shut this down. If not, (laughs) we exploit it. Sanctity, this could widen your reach, your message. It is important that your family is safe and your next steps are strategic. Bless your heart. Sanctity doesn't want to ship her foul-smelling laptop to the justice team. She doesn't want anyone else to have access to these images. Mr. Merritt was going to be angry about the kid's behavior and that her activism attracts such attacks from the woke mob. She ends the call with Ginny Justice conveying she needs time to think and looks at her text messages. The interview must have been posted unedited and many messages are to convey concern for her son and to applaud her. An unknown sender forwarded a screenshot of the dildo and Sanctity's hand raised going for the keyboard to disable the video. Sanctity's eyes are bulging in the shot, rather unattractively, not at all representing her quick thinking in the situation. The woke mob getting to her children, indoctrinating them into this behavior overwhelms her more than the embarrassing vomiting child and decorated dildo moment. Her credibility could be at stake. She could ignore it. She could first convince Mr. Merritt to keep it in the family and blame AI for the clearly doctored photos of their children. Whoever is doing this wants a reaction from her, so she should deny them a reaction. Sanctity has another interview tomorrow. She could laugh away the circumstance 
of today's interview and hit the talking points to defund DEI in the University of Wisconsin system. She could give her kids a perceived out with an immediate claim that the photos are AI-generated images, but reinforce any public image of them could be used to harm the family and her work for liberty. She could be certain all of their social media settings are private and set to friends only. They will comply out of relief if she convincingly claims to believe the photographs are not really of them. She could deny, lie, and keep working for the cause. That's what a joyful warrior will do 